Welcome to the Metro Church Podcast. We hope you will be blessed by this message. For more information about Metro Church, visit our website at metrochurch.org.au. Pastor Jeff said uh, I had a great word. I did have a great word. <laughs> and then Jeff, uh, then I said Jeff, then God. <laughs> that was it. <a laughs> uh, then God said, don't preach that. <laughs> don't preach that. Um, so... <laughs> I guess someone will be hearing from, from that word, but I really felt tonight, because uh, obedience is the highest form of worship, highest expression of worship isn't desperation or sacrifice, it's actually obedience. It's actually hearing that still small voice of God and going, okay, Lord, I'll trust you on that. I'll trust you on that. I'll take my hands off that. I'll give that to you. And so I figured, you know, uh, being a worship leader, if I can't, you know, who, who cares if you can sing in tune or relatively in tune if you can't respond to the Spirit of God. So... Um, Taking, that, taking a look at the word retro, tonight's called Retro at Metro, and, and great to have people that couldn't make it here tonight. Many people said they'd love to be part of the, you know, a lot of the old uh, family who around different parts of the world are uh, tuning in. Thank you for being a part of it tonight, and I'm, I know you're going to be blessed. But retroactive, or retrospective rather, means to look back. And I thought about the fact that um, wherever we look, whether we're looking forward to things, we're looking around, we're looking back, we're looking in, all those different ways that we would try and find a place of security, a place of hope, a place of identity. Do we find that in the past? Are we hoping it'll arrive and give us a sense of who we are and meaning-making in the future? Are we looking around, comparing ourselves with others? And I thought it's really, really important that we do what Jesus said, because Jesus said to his disciples when they were in the boat, and we are in a boat called life, and the boat has got COVID and all sorts of manner of things raging around like the storm. And when the disciples feared, Jesus said, where is your faith? Not just the fact they didn't have faith, but where they were putting it. And that word where literally means the position it is located, located and focused. Where is your faith focused? Is it focused back? The best days are behind me. Is your faith focused way forward? I'm sure one day it'll have to get better than this. The Bible says faith is now. Faith is now. Today is the day the Lord has made. So I really feel like God wants us to get a sense of perspective as to, yes, we can look back. We can be grateful for things. We can look forward, look forward to things. But faith is now and responding to the, the voice of the Holy Spirit. So I, I invite you today uh, to go on a, a brief journey with me, and I'll be using some of the songs that we've sung over the years at church, um, at Metro Church, uh, some great great old songs. And, but these songs hold the key for each of these thoughts. So I invite you to take a bit of a journey with me. It's like a devotional soundtrack, okay, to attach your faith to, to, a faith, uh, to attach your perspective to, and find God. So here we go. So the first point of looking is looking back. Jeff said, nostalgia is a very powerful thing. Nostalgia can keep you trapped in the past, longing for the past, but so can regret looking back and going, I wish if I only hadn't done that, if I only had done that, my life would be different today. And I think it's important that we know that we can look back and find God at work in our life and remember what God did, that what he did back there what he did when he created you, what he did when he designed you, he already knew that you were going to be awesome, but that you were going to make mistakes, and I was going to make mistakes. So God formed us, pre-planned us, and also pre-planned a way that you and I would have a way back to him when we made a mistake. So this song is about looking back and thanking God that he gave heaven for the world. 
back at what God did, and he hasn't given up on us yet. Next thing we can do in our focus, in our trajectory of our life's purpose, is to look inside. That's a possibility. Look inside for the answers. The world is rife with individualism. Of course, now people are coining that phrase, it's my truth, or that's your truth. It's a very subjective, relativistic world, and it's not always based on the, what God says is best for us, which is his truth. He's the way, the truth, the life for every single human, man, woman and child on the earth. And so this, this striving for autotelic life, so I've got to throw a few words in for Pastor Jeff to Google later. Autotelic means a life that it's internally driven by a purpose that's determined by oneself. And that's very important. But you know what? There's someone who knows me better than I know myself. His name is Jesus. He made me. He set me free to be who I am absolutely meant to be. And so I thank God tonight we have, when we look inside, the Saviour who's made us free. And this song's called, Praise God, I'm Free.
with just one word. He calms the raging sea with just one touch. He makes the blind to see his name is Jesus. There's no I'm free
Yeah. Yeah, it's different every time. Yeah. <laughs> Make the most of that because you're never going to hear that again. Even if I wanted to, I couldn't. It gets, comes out different every time, which is part of my uh, doctorate, by the way, is the fact that we all have different things that bring out the best in us. And tonight, uh, that thing, that variable is God and you. Uh, beautiful Metro people. Thanks for your hearts being open. Just a couple more thoughts and then we're going to uh, just uh, have an opportunity to, to respond to God, to put our life right with him. You know, the greatest thing we can do in our life is not to look around and, and compare ourselves, but it's to look to God. But we do want to look forward to things, right? Who's got something they are looking forward to? Good, amen. Quite a few of you, good. I know school teachers are looking forward to the holidays. I'm not sure if the parents are, uh, but so I'm definitely looking forward to the holidays. God's given us a, a, a hope for the future, a certain clear vision. Unfortunately, he didn't drop the blueprint or the 80-page instruction manual with that sense of vision. You know what I'm talking about? Like, you know what? God's called you to do things and you feel like you want to have a vision to work to, but you know that God's probably not going to give you the exact detail or the, the blueprint for that whole thing. Because the Bible says that those that are led by the Spirit of God are the sons and daughters of God. Being led by the Spirit requires that daily obedience. To sometimes have a plan and say, God, is this what you want me to do today? Is this what I felt was, was right? And if God says, no, lay that down, I've got fresh manner, fresh revelation, a fresh way, a fresh purpose for you even. That's a scary thought, isn't it? You think like you get you reach 50, those of you who reach 50, yes? <laughs> We have this service at five o'clock, especially for those people. You realise that, don't you? It's, so we can get, get dinner. I'm sorry we should have dinner before the service. You normally have dinner at four o'clock. But, but by 50, you think, I know my plan. I still don't really know my plan. I know that God loves me. I know that God's given me things to intersect with and people to partner with and an awesome a sense of vision that comes through what we're a part of. But the details, sometimes we've just got to say, God, uh, I'm trusting you for that. And God is really good at working it out. So... If you need healing in your body, you need something to really help you move forward into the future. Right now, I'm going to sing this song, Healing Waters Flow. The Spirit of God is just going to come and give you whatever you need right now, I believe, in Jesus' name. Healing waters flow. Healing waters flow. 
your hands like that. Jesus, right now, we thank you for your healing. Last little song, and uh, it's a trip down memory lane uh, for those of you who've got some of the old Metro CDs. But it's amazing how a thought or an encounter with God can absolutely stay with you a long, long, long time, particularly when you see the truth of that song or the truth of that memory reflected over and over in the Word of God, the living Word of God. And uh, whenever I feel like I've had a bit of a dry time, the first question I ask myself, rather than what's the circumstances going around me, what's ahead of me, what's going on behind me. It's when was the last time I delved in right now to be present with the living Word of God, give God that best part of my day. And I realise there's a very strong correlation between depression, anxiety and time spent in the Word. Um, not to get all uh, new thetics on you or just saying that you know you don't need to go and see wonderful uh, practising psychologists but... Uh, a lot of what they do is based on that living principles of the Word of God. And so the last thought for us today is rather than looking around and comparing ourselves, you know, social comparison theory talks about comparing ourselves with those that are better than us and we feel depressed or comparing ourselves with those who seem to be struggling and then we feel better about our own situation. It doesn't, doesn't mean you're a bad person. Just We tend to do that. We tend to categorise our life compared to, to others. But the greatest... Success and influence of our life comes not from comparing but from knowing and looking to. And King David was a very wise man, made a lot of mistakes, did a lot of things well. The thing he got right most of all was when he needed God, he didn't look around, didn't look within, didn't look back. He looked up. He said, look to the hills. He looked to the hills from whence comes my help. So for us, it's like looking up. Humans don't tend to look up very well. I'm sure Mark, the wonderful architect, would attest to that. We just don't look up. You don't notice things above us. First thing we're called to do is look up and to, to know him and to, to love him. So this last song is a reminder when we get that right, the vertical, when you get the vertical right, the horizontal and the past take care of themselves. And this song is called Forever True. I thought I'd have a lot more people go, oh, that's my favourite. It was my favourite because I did it. I recorded it uh, in about 1995, uh, two in the morning, uh, as a demo, and that was a one take, and we just kept it, and that was it. It was just like raw and fresh, and that's often often the best thing. So there we go.
what you want me to do And by your grace and your infinite love My God, I will be true Forever true after the service this morning he said pastor have you got a minute can I chat to you I said sure he said I've got some issues I said well you're in the right place so do most of us but his big question was this he said do you I've got so many questions that I don't know the answers to he said do you think God will keep me out of heaven this is legit. This is his question. Do you think God will not let me in? Because I've got all these questions about Him. And questions about what life's about. I looked at him. I said, no, I don't think He'll shut you out because you've got questions. I said, a lot of us do. I said, but I'll tell you what. Many of us have chosen to focus on what we know, not what we don't know. There's a lot of things I don't know. This journey of the last however many years, Michael, I'm sure for you as it is for me, you look back over a lot of it and go, gee, I, I didn't do that right or I missed that bit. Have I arrived at God at all? No, of course not. Still got a lot of questions. But I'll tell you what I do know. I do know that there's a Jesus who hung on a cross. I do know that he did it not because he had to, not because the Romans made him, not because the Jews hated him. He didn't do it because he had no other choice. He actually said, I did it for your sake, for the whole world. This man was struggling with the thought that so many people don't know God and how could God be a God of love? I said, 
well, you know, he's reaching people everywhere. And I began to tell him the stories about some of the things even the last 18 months that we've seen so many people coming to Christ across so many places. But you know, all of that's great. But if you're the one on the outside looking in, if you're the one who says, but I don't know him, then I believe there's room still for you. And I believe that Jesus is waiting for you. I believe that. In all the years of everything we've ever done, I tell you the most important thing is still the thing that keeps us going forward, looking up and looking forward like Michael's just been telling us. It's the fact that God loves the world and He wants people to know Him. And He wants that more than He wants religion. And He wants that more than He wants crowds. He doesn't look for how many people can get in the building. He looks for how many people will let Him into that one space called their heart. About two or three years ago, I think, we started this thing called Yes Text. We started it because we recognised that lots of people really wanted to say yes to Jesus privately first. It's turned out to be one of the most amazing things and hundreds and hundreds, if not more, people have said yes to Christ and hundreds and hundreds of people that had started to walk with God and had lost their way have said yes to Him again and started walking with Him again. If you're in Australia, it's pretty easy. It's 0488826392. That number will be up on the screen and you can just text YES. If you're outside of Australia, that text wouldn't be any good for you, but you could go to yes.metrochurch.org.org.au. If you're with us on Metro Church Online, of course, the Yes button has just come up for you. and You can just tap on that. What will happen after that? I'll tell you the first and most important thing is that Jesus will see your yes. I believe that with all my heart. I believe that Jesus sees it before I know about it. This morning, uh, four people at least during the time of the service said yes to Jesus. You know, but before I heard about it, Jesus had seen it. You've you got to understand this. If, if you're new to church like this, this is not something we wonder about. We believe this with all of our heart. It's one of the biggest reasons why we think we're on the planet. It's so that you will give your yes to Jesus. You've got questions for sure, but I'll tell you what you can know is that He loves you and wants you to invite Him into your life. Yes.metrochurch.org.au 0488826392 Yes on metrochurch.online You give in your yes. What happens next is from this church the very next day after you do it, we will send you a scripture, a different one every day for 30 days, a prayer, a different one every day for 30 days. You'll get it fits on one screen of a smartphone. You can get it via email. And what it means is that there'll be somebody praying for you. Everybody that sends in their yes, our prayer team pray for you every day for 30 days. You'll get that scripture and that prayer Many people have said to me, because I've met them later and they've told me the story about how they sent in their yes. And then they say to me, I felt like every day God was talking to me. We want that for you. We really do. We want you to know Christ. More than anything else, we'd give up every other thing if you would simply give your yes to Jesus. I want to pray for you right now, wherever you are. There are people online all around Australia and in several countries of the world I see. But wherever you are, if you need to give Jesus your yes, either because you never have, maybe you've been 
a part of the church called you, where you think it's all up to you and how good you can be, how strong you can be, how resilient you can be, you know what you're good at. But tonight you realise you need to put your trust in Jesus. Maybe you used to walk with God, you lost your way. Tonight He's waiting for you to give Him your yes. Father, I thank You for every single person, not just the ones in front of me right now or online right now, but the ones during the week, the thousands that will be a part of this service online. Different time zones. And somewhere someone is going to say, that's me. I'm going to say yes to Jesus. And I might never meet them this side of heaven. But Lord, immediately they give their yes from their heart. You will come into their life and they will be eternally changed. Their life here will be different, a peace and a joy that they never knew could exist will come inside of them. Their destiny, their future will be unlocked as they start walking with you. We thank you for that. We pray for them right now, Lord, as they give their yes to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you and thank you for letting us be a part of your life and your future. I'm excited about it. There's so many people that are being profoundly touched by God coming to Christ. Just this week, I got an email about four more people in Albania uh, that said yes to Christ, a Muslim country. And it's a move of God in that nation that we've had the privilege of partnering with people there for. So thank God for that.